Welcome to the Intentional Parents Podcast. Intentional exists to help parents in their God-given task to raise passionate Jesus followers. We exist to bring hope, help, and healing to families. Each week, we will talk about anything from parenting, marriage, lifestyle, and what it looks like to follow Jesus in our time. Intentional is made up of Phil and Diane Comer and Brooke and Elizabeth Moser. I am Brooke, and the funny thing is, we are all family. Elizabeth is Phil and Diane's daughter, so we're a family figuring this thing out together. We hope this podcast feels like you're sitting with us in our home talking about how to do this thing called life together. Elizabeth and I are your hosts. Let's get into this week's podcast. All right, welcome back to the Intentional Parents Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for rating, subscribing, leaving comments. We so appreciate that. If you haven't had a chance to do that, would you just take 10, 15 seconds right now to rate the podcast and even subscribe? Uh, That's a way that you can know whenever we release new content. And one of the fun things we're doing um, right now in this episode is going to be an intentional essential. And that idea is that we are going to just give one quick, brief thought about one idea around the idea of parenting. So the thing we want to talk about today is the bottom up instead of the top down approach in the way we correct and teach and love our kids. So that's the topic. Diane, why don't you start us with the scripture? And then I know we have three quick points and we'll be done. So start us. Well, an example of how God does this with us. Yes. The idea of the bottom-up approach. I think, Elizabeth, you're going to explain it. Why don't you explain, don't explain it explain first? It? Yeah. Sorry, that was so, my fault. Was I take responsibility. So, Elizabeth, you go first. Often our tendency <laughs> when we see our children misbehaving or there's an outburst of anger mm-hmm. or they disobey us, often our tendency is to just squash the behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you will obey me mm-hmm. or you will not scream at your sister or mm-hmm. whatever. That's our natural, like, anytime yeah. we're uncomfortable, we want it to stop, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're not careful and we're just always squashing behaviors, we're never actually getting to the root problem mm-hmm. or, as we like mm-hmm. to say, to the heart. Like, we're never mm-hmm. actually getting to their spirit. You know, we've talked about this a lot. We want them to be intrinsically motivated on the mm-hmm. inside like mm-hmm. i i actually yeah. want re- relationship with That's people right. i want to please god we I, call it sometimes a heart for obedience yes and a heart of self-control yes and they desire yes that. which yeah. if you are in the thick of parenting right now and you're like is that ever going to come <laughs> yes. it does it yes. does yes. and it will come later than you want it to yes um but we can do the top-down approach all day long. And some, uh-huh. with some kids, it's super effective. With others, yeah. it's not effective. It's effective to a point. Can I say, though, I, it's it's never actually, I don't think it's ever fruitful. I mean, yes. I, I, what it, I mean is it. effective stop to stop the behavior. The That's what I mean. But it ruins relationships. But it ruins relationships, yeah. causes massive chasms and distance. But if we can flip it around, and this has been a huge learning curve for me. Yes. I'm still learning all it. Us, I'm still yeah. reminding myself all the time. Yes. Are, yeah. Bottom up, bottom up. You see the behavior. You stop. You take a pause. You put the behavior in your mind. You put the behavior off to the side. It's not that you're going to ignore the behavior and never talk about it or, or correct it. Mm-hmm. But you put it to the side and you start to get curious. What is under the surface here? Mm-hmm. Why is my eight-year-old so angry at their sister? Mm-hmm. Why are they so distant <clears throat> from me? Why are they in my face disrespectful? Like start to get curious and approach it from the bottom up, which we're going to walk you through what that actually looks like. But getting mm-hmm. to what's going on in them 
and asking the question, what is a need that they have that yes, needs to be that's met? That's a great question. So starting there and then working your way mm-hmm. up to the behavior. It does not mean you don't address the behavior. No. So please hear us in that. It yes. means you get there, but you don't start there. Mm-hmm. You don't start from the top. You start from the bottom. Yeah. Yes. And a great story to illustrate this. So I know you have a story. There's a great story in the Bible that we all know and love about Elijah. And he's just done this, ama- had this amazing ministry conquered all sorts of evil and idolatry in in just this big flashy big you know god came down burned up all of the offerings of the pagans and it, it was just remarkable miraculous i mean he coming down from a high and he becomes um really anxious so afraid that he flees for his life even after seeing all the power of god which doesn't always make sense right Mm. anxiety doesn't always make sense um and he went on alone into the desert and he and he's saying like really awful things to the lord okay he's saying i have had enough lord he said take my life for i'm no better than my ancestors in other words i just just kill me um and you'd think that god would say elijah you idiot you ungrateful jerk right here but he doesn't do that he just uh, he lay down and slept but as he was sleeping an angel touched him and told him get up and eat Mm. he looked around and saw some fresh bread baked on hot stones and a jar of fresh beautiful water so we ate and drank and lay down again and then it happens the second time so so then the angel of the lord came again and touched him and said get up and eat some more for there is a long journey ahead of you so he got up and ate and drank and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days 40 nights in mount sinai the mountain of god but the idea is God knew what his need was. He was yeah. just exhausted. He was dehydrated. He was um, famished. And what he needed was to eat and to sleep and and then to eat and to sleep again. And that that would give him the strength to be who he really was. So I just love that that's the way that God deals with us. Yes. Elijah was one of his great men and he had a real weak moment. Mm. And and it was like almost like God could just say, you know, I mean, what does he say about us? He knows that we are but dust, mm. the psalmist says. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need to know that our kids are but dust, that yeah. they're good kids, they're that humans. they want to yeah. do well, but who knows what has got them so anxious. And so when you talk about being curious, mm-hmm. you know, I think it is asking those questions. What does he or she really need right yeah. now? What does she, what can I offer that is like fresh bread and cold water yeah. and a good nap under a Maybe tree? it's actually those Maybe three things. Maybe it's actually yeah. those things. <laughs> like I have noticed with your kids, your kids are also very different. They respond to different things. There's Sloan who wants to be cuddled always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how she's acting, cuddling is a solution and touching and wrapping mm-hmm. her up in a blanket. There is Scarlett who who needs, she's such a giver. She needs to be pampered. Yeah. So she you pamper her, you dro- in- put some good bubble bath in the bathtub and fix her a cup of tea. And she's like. Your best friend a- forever. Yes. Yes. Forever, yeah. So 
knowing your kids is also knowing what what you could do in a short moment to just Mm. put them in a better place. You are enjoying content brought to you by Intentional, a crowdfunded nonprofit that desires to help families and marriages all around the world in the area of discipleship and spiritual formation. This offering is completely free, thanks to the generosity of our growing community of Legacy Builders. Legacy Builders is a group of people from all around the world that give monthly to fuel this dream that we have in our hearts of seeing discipleship to Jesus in the family become a way of life. A monthly gift of $5, $10, or even $30 can continue to fuel this ministry forward. Our dream is to invite people like you to join and partner with us at a financial level and see this work integrated into families. So as you listen to this podcast, would you prayerfully consider joining us? Would you allow the Spirit to lead you, even if it's just to a few dollars a month? Thank you so much, and may the Spirit of Jesus give you wisdom, clarity, and joy as you pray about joining us. And if you want to join today, go to intentionalparents.org and click on Give. So one thing you did say was, you know, God overlooked his tantrum to get to yes. the root, right? Yes. He, yeah. he overlooked it. Like, and sometimes we just need to overlook their tantrum to get yeah. to the root. Now, this is so much easier said than done, oh, yeah. especially when you're used to the top down because, because control and shame are very effective yes. when it comes to getting what you hope for. It just is, does not bear fruit. It always yeah. bears pain and destruction. So Phil, I know you're going to say something and then we have three quick things and really quick. Oh yeah, no. I just had a couple of scriptures. Maybe they fit in the three things. I don't know. I okay, can say yeah, them now yeah. if you want. No, let's let's do the three things. Yeah. Well, well, mom already said the first one, which is be curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say this applies to be curious about what's coming up for your child, but also <laughs> be curious about what's coming up for yes. you. Yes. Because it and Sally Lemos. I think the episode will have come out, but this is all stuff she's taught us. So we, sure. all credit goes to her. Yes, Sally. Um, but. Uh, she said this in the episode we did with her of explaining, she did a really good job of making attachment theory make sense for anybody to understand. But she was saying from our family of origin, depending on how we attach to our parents, we have this kind of baseline and these like pre-programmed responses. And so so often our kids can step on those Mm pre-programmed responses. So I know for me, it's when our kids are really disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I just immediately go top down approach. You will not talk to me that way. Mm -hmm. You, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's totally a, like an almost, almost a response I can't control. I have to like Mm -hmm. pause, pull myself back, be curious about what's coming up for me. I walked into the house the other night. Oh, Oh, I walked into the house and I was like, and and I, you know, you you go through the threshold, which is like another dimension (laughs) and outside was calm and I opened the door and I was like, and I heard the way she was talking to Duke and I was like, oh yeah, this is, she's real frustrated. (laughs) And then Duke's walking down the stairs. He's like, I was like, what happened? He's like, dude, don't go up there. (laughs) (laughs) And he just made his way downstairs. He was not wrong. Unfortunately, I had to apologize to all of the kids that day. No, no, I don't expose you. I'm just saying like, yes, it happens and it's totally normal. So it's not like we got So be curious about yourself. But the whole goal is so that you can be curious about what's happening with your kids and what that can look like. Because I think this this needs practical handlebars. So say your eight-year-old has just gotten super angry with their brother or sister and they've just lashed out and it's just so obvious and it's just like over the top to set the behavior aside for a second 
and look them in the eye and say, I see that you're really angry. You're really mad right now, aren't you? And they'll be like, yes, I'm so mad because so-and-so did this, this, and this. Okay, so your, your brother did this and it made you really upset. What does that feel like? And obviously, this is easier said than done when you have a bunch of kids running around and you oh, like yes. need to move through it quickly. But if you can, slow down enough to ask ask them because you're doing so much in that moment. You're being present with them, which is one mm-hmm. of the things. Sorry, I gave it away. But you're also helping them understand what it is that they're feeling and what's coming up yeah. for them. Yeah. Like, okay, why do you think you're so angry? Because your goal so, is to regulate them, right? Yes, so yes. they can take care of their own stuff. Yes. So you're actually answering number two. So first, be yes. curious. Oh, yeah. Second, ask, ask questions. questions. Second, ask questions. Yeah. Start questions. to ask the questions. Ask be curious, questions. but let it lead you to mm-hmm. asking questions. Yeah. And, and those questions, as they evolve and as they start to tell you, you can begin the correction in this mm-hmm. very curious, bottom-up way. Mm-hmm. So when you were really upset, how do you think it made your brother feel when you said he was an mm-hmm. idiot? <laughs> like you can ask that question in a non-shaming, very, how do you think mm-hmm. that that made him feel? Mm-hmm. How would that, how would you have felt if he called you an idiot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not very good. And you know, and they might say, I, I don't care. I, you know, that, <laughs> that might be the response you they get and just keep at it. And then eventually asking, how do you think you could have handled it differently? Exactly. Do you think maybe you could have like, yeah come talk to me or right. just removed yourself for a minute mm-hmm. till you calm down. Yeah, I really shouldn't have yelled at them. Like yeah. you're getting it, to it point, you yeah. get to them almost yeah. correcting themselves. But it's, maybe it's more conversational. Affection is a part of this. Yes. Yeah. Um, understanding so that they can come to the conclusion that you're kind of, it's almost yes. like a coach. Totally. Helping them to come to the conclusion that you know is in there because yes. you've been training them. This is not for three-year-olds, okay? No. But although there's an aspect. Yeah, you I think there's a way you can, can say, wow, you're really mad. We do not hit when we're mad. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's faster. It's, yes. a, you know, it's yeah. still the same idea. But, but it also, I think it's important that the top-down approach is very efficient time-wise yeah. yeah yes the, the bottom-up approach is very slow and it causes it's going to force you to have to slow down you mm-hmm. and your family yeah so i think that's an important piece is that this mm-hmm. will take more time but i know and, that we have seen so much fruit from it mm-hmm. so much fruit and it's it's uh rebuilt relationships instead of using having to go top down and mm-hmm. it be uh you know destructive because it's not just about the behavior is it it's about what's What's going on inside of your child's heart that creates that kind of behavior or those words? What did Jesus say? Um, the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. So yeah. there's heart stuff going on. And yeah. that's what we're really driving yeah. out here. Not that you don't correct. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. And Phil, you have a scripture. I know, Elizabeth, you're going to share one. Did you have a scripture as well? What's the third point? I'm waiting well, for the best there. place be to pre- put it in. Be present. Be present, which I've got a scripture for it too. But okay. maybe you no, have no, a that's better not, one. My scripture is not for any of the three points, but I have a scripture. That's you great. go first. You'll wrap it up. <laughs> but I, just, you wrap us up I just love, I feel like this shows us, because because like the story you read, it shows us what Jesus yeah. is like to us and how yeah. his response is to us. Yeah. In Psalm 116, David says, I love the Lord for he heard my voice. Yeah. He heard my cry for mercy yeah. because he turned his ear to me, or some scriptures say, because he bends down to mm-hmm. listen. I will call on him as long as I live. Yep. Because yeah. we know God listens to us. Mm-hmm. We know he bends his ear to us. Mm-hmm. He's who we cry out to for help, mm-hmm. just to talk to, because we know that he will listen. 
And I think we get to example that to our kids, mm-hmm. especially in the moments where they've lost it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. And and we get to be that example. Why don't you share that quick story from this morning and then we'll have Phil wrap us up with the, with the scripture. If you're enjoying this content and you want to go deeper, we have an amazing resource that we want to tell you about. It's the intentional film series, Raising Passionate Jesus Followers. Now, this is an incredible tool for you for spiritual formation in the family. And we created this film series to help parents in their God-given task to raise and disciple their own children. Now, our hope is that we're able to help you and give you some of the tools that I know we so desperately need as we're in the process of raising our kids and Phil and Diane have actually raised their kids. This is a nine session film series on the process of what raising a passionate Jesus follower actually looks like. There's some workable solutions in here. There's a bunch of wisdom from the scriptures and there's a bunch of practical help in your journey as you are raising your children. We cover all sorts of things like parental roles, goals versus values. What is discipline versus punishment? How do I create a heart of obedience in my child where they actually want to obey? What is a heart of self-control look like? Or how do I even help my child in the process of character development? We cover that and so many more things. You can use this film series in a variety of ways. You can use it at your home, preferably with your spouse if that's applicable, with a group of friends or in your community, or even through your local church. All you need to do is head over to our website, intentionalparents.org, click on film series, and then follow the prompts. We have a bunch of other resources there that you can check out, but we do pray that this blesses you in your pursuit of raising passionate Jesus followers. Yeah, so this, an example of this, this happened, happened this, this morning, morning with yeah, our 10-year-old. She's been, two days a week, they go to a hybrid school and she's been having a hard time going. She struggles with anxiety and it started last night. She was saying, I can't go. And sometimes this will snowball for her and it becomes a big deal. And so it's always a little bit like anxiety producing for me of like, can we get her out the door? (laughs) You know, you have less control as your kids get older, guys. Um, But she came out first thing this morning. I was working out in the garage and I could just see it all over her body. And she started to say, I can't go to school. That's how it started. I can't go to school. Like I'm not going basically. Mm -hmm. And I caught myself Mm -hmm. before I told her, you have to go to school. I said, man, I, I see that you're feeling a lot about going to school today. Mm-hmm. And we'd already talked about it the night before, but I just said, how can I help you? You know that I want to help you, that I'm going to be praying for you. You know that we can call Ama and she will pray for you. Mm-hmm. And you know that I already talked to your teacher and she wants to help you in any way she can. She already said all, you know, all these different options. And I could just see her start to like, just calm down. Like all all these people really care Mm -hmm, for me mm because that for her, like you said, is unlocking to her. Somebody Mm -hmm. just lavishing care on her Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So I said, let's talk about how I can help you. And so she went back and I said, why don't you take a shower and you think about it? So she went inside, took a shower and then came, kept coming to me all morning while I'm getting all the kids ready. I I don't think I can do it, mom. I don't, she was just like vacillating all over Mm -hmm. the place. So I just kept, how can I care for you? How about, she said, I'm so tired. I'm going to be so tired. I said, why don't I make you some tea? A little bit of caffeine, a mm-hmm. little bit of tea. She goes, okay, thank you, mom. <laughs> and then, and then oh, she would, man. right when it was time to go, she was feeling all sorts of stuff again. And she asked if she, we have the, we call it our like family house phone. She asked if she could take it so that she could text me if she mm-hmm. needed to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. Well, then we couldn't find it. 
So she's, you can just see the panic is just, yeah. you're here, dad, you were there to pick them up for school. Duke was and not happy. Duke was so <laughs> mad because he has to get there that. earlier yes. than the others. I was on a run and she yeah. texts me and yeah. she's like, do you know where the phone is? I was like, oh man, Duke is going to be so bummed. I'm going to keep running for a while. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> totally. I like, and I'm feeling all sorts of things because I'm like, how am I going to get her out the door? I cannot find the phone anyway. Anywhere. So then I had the idea. I have an Apple watch. So it's like for one time only. I will let you wear my watch today. Okay. And here's how you can text me if you really. And she's texted me probably four or five times. I yeah, love you, mom. Yeah, in the car. I, yeah. 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 How use, is she doing that? Then she used my like phone individual. to make sure you were getting the text. I don't text. know how she's doing it. <laughs> oh, my But gosh. she's figured it out. Yeah. But that right there just softened her. It yeah. made her feel seen. It yes. gave her the courage to face the thing that for her is really anxiety producing. Mm-hmm. She did not want to go today. But in the past, my approach had been, you you just have to go. So you yeah. just don't worry about it. You're going to yeah. be fine. And that is that is Because almost... that's how I operate. I'm more logical. I'm feeling second. I It's not a natural response to mm-hmm. respond to her that way. Mm-hmm. But, but oh, when, is it effective. And when you start <laughs> to see your helpful. kids obviously feel connected and loved, yes. then you it's want amazing. to be able to. That was, a, that was a need I could meet for her yes. with very little effort, just a yeah. little bit of slowing down, a softness in my voice. And this morning it worked. Yes. And it was beautiful. Phil, wrap us up with the scripture here today. Uh, yeah. So I'm just listening to you guys talk. And um, I just the, the scripture I was going to share is very short. It's the Apostle Paul at, in, uh, in 2 Corinthians 13. He's talking about, you know, he's, he's having to correct the Corinthians because there's a bunch of oh, yeah. bad stuff going on. And he's writing to them. And, he, and he's basically saying, when I come, I don't want to have to be severe with you. In accordance with the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not tearing down. Mm. And uh, parents have authority. They have spiritual authority because their kids are commanded to honor them. Yes. You're commanded to bring them up. So you do have some spiritual authority given to you by God, but it's to build them up, not to tear them down. And so the top down is like, you know, just stomping on them is more tearing down. And when I listen to how Elizabeth handled Scarlett, I just think she handled her the way the Lord would. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yes, goodness, mm-hmm. faithfulness, gentleness. So the two things I see here, self-control, she controlled herself by saying what you wanted to say, which is go get dressed and get in the car, which is more what I would do. But anyway, um, <laughs> she was kind and she was gentle. And that made me think of, and this is my last scripture, Romans 2, where God this is, do you not think lightly of the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God mm. leads you to repentance? Yes. So I think that's what we're saying is when you take the kind approach and, you know, there's situations where you just got to intervene, like your kid is hitting your other yeah. sister and you say, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. pull them apart. You know, yeah. we're not saying don't do that. We're just <laughs> saying don't stomp. Diane says don't stomp them in discipline, yes. you know, and when yeah. she teaches the box, it's you bring everything into play. And yes. so I think here it's kindness yes. i see elizabeth the fruit of the spirit is kindness and is gentle she was gentle with scarlet and kindness by the way in the bible it's doing something useful for the mm-hmm. other person so yeah. she knew what scarlet needed yes. because she's a good mother who studies her daughter and she was able in this to this time it. it may not always work but it worked today yes and um so i think what we're saying is build your kids up don't tear them down and be kind and gentle as much as you can mm. and remember we talk about it not working i hear that a lot from parents but that whole concept of brick by brick. We're building this fortress around our children of this internal strength and dependence on God. That takes time. That that happens 
even if it feels like they didn't respond the way you hoped that they would, mm-hmm. that you've still created a brick and added it to their self-control. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, here's a few ways that you can partner with us in this ministry. First is to give. Intentional Parents is a nonprofit and we rely on the generous giving of our partners. So please head over to our website, intentionalparents.org give if you would like to become one of our partners through giving. Second is to share it. If this has at all been helpful to you, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, and those that you know would be blessed by it. Third is to follow us on social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at intentional underscore parents. And lastly, if you would head over to iTunes, if you enjoyed today's episode and leave a review on iTunes, this helps us bring more hope, help, and healing for families.